0: Welcome back to another episode of the Hazardous Casuals Podcast. We are an actual play tabletop RPG podcast using the Genesis system. My name is Matt, I am the Game Master, and we are so glad that you're joining us for another episode. If you'd like to keep up to date on the show, we are on Twitter at Hazardous Casual, or you can contact us via email, hazardouscasuals at gmail.com, or you can learn more about Malaria and the characters of the show on our webpage. And all that information and links are in our show notes. Before we do player introductions, I wanted to give a shout-out today. I've been asked a few times if I create all the weapons and items on the show, and the answer is no. Sometimes we do create them, either me or one of the other players. Sometimes, uh, a lot of times, I pull from the actual core rule books and supplement books that uh, have been officially released. And also, I pull a lot from community-created content. So if you're looking for some great Genesis resources and you have not checked out the Genesis Foundry on DriveThruRPG, it is an amazing source of community-created content. And just a disclaimer, we're not sponsored by DriveThruRPG or any of the creators we might give a shout-out to. I just want to simply pass along some cool stuff that I have found along the way. And one of those neat things that I have found and that I've used a lot is called the Tome of Fantastic Items. It is a Fantasy or Realms of off Rules supplement by Matthias Afonso. I've used this supplement a lot, and if you actually do pick it up, you'll notice a few potions or maybe cursed items that I've picked up along the way. And honestly, this content has actually even inspired me to create my own weapons and items and potions so if you're looking for some neat fantastic fantasy items go check it out all right so with our shout out out of the way let's jump into some player introductions this week we are at we have our full party back jordan is back with us we missed you buddy we missed you a lot (laughs) it's good to have you um all right so With that, uh, let's jump into a few character introductions, and then we'll do a quick recap, and we'll get into the (sighs) session. So, uh, Gavin, uh, tell us a little bit about Leo.
1: Hi, my name's Leo. I'm a human tradesperson. I trade all the goods. I'm also a big, stronging Bron Bron, with all the muscles you can see for Miles. I sell and, and, and fight. That's my role. All
0: right, next we have Seth's. Seth, tell us a little bit about your
1: character.
2: I am playing as Makra, the orc monk, who is also brawny and muscly and can punch people for days. Uh, but he's also got a little bit of the magical side of things in him. So he's been trying to be a support as well through his divine magic and his work as a monk. But he's starting to wonder if these guys are even worth it because they're weird and kooky and
0: don't seem to listen to his good sense. Oh. Well, I mean... You did warn them about Husseldorf. Dusseldorf? <laughs> yes, Dusseldorf.
3: Humperdink Hasselhoff? Uh,
0: next we got Donovan. <laughs> Donovan, tell us a little <laughs> bit about your character. Hello,
4: I play Katji. Katji is a wonderful... Dunair from the southwestern parts of this wonderful continent. We look like cat people to normal folk, but if they call us that, I'll stab them in the eye. Ha <laughs> ha! Just not joking. And uh, basically, uh, I am kind of like the rogue of the group, because they wouldn't let me call myself the shagger and bagger. Cool. Uh, but I don't know.
0: Oh uh, don't know boy. Uh,
4: anyway, uh, hopefully we won't die on this adventure and have wonderful good times.
0: All right. Finally, we have Jordan. Jordan, tell us a little bit about about your character.
3: Oh, Rathian Mistweave. Uh, Rathian is uh, is a wood elf. He uh, he is a ranger by trade, and he will kill that owl if it is the last thing he does. <laughs> um, I have, uh, yeah, I've I've definitely upgraded my primal magic uh, because if anything's gonna help, it's magic. Yeah. Um I was gone last week, but uh but I'm told that Raytheon was played very faithfully uh as an game. given that um having missed the owl he punch danced his rage out in what I assume was a private setting.
0: I tried, yeah. I mean I tried to play him faithful. He punched danced some rage out. He um he did some fishing. Um and did really good, I think, didn't he? Didn't he get a yeah, tricky cool. fishing? Yeah.
3: Um also for what it's worth, uh given the conflict in the last session, um, over what to do with the fella on the boat there. Uh he, he agrees with Kaji.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I assumed he would. I figured he would would have sided with, with Katji.
3: Hey guys, I paid
1: good money for this. There's this ad spot. Hello guys, this is Metho, Metho I'm the the famous writer from the Bard College. Um, Anyways, you you guys would know me from what is this magic anyway? Uh, What does this world seem random? And also, of course, why do I feel like I'm always waiting around for someone to come talk to me? Anyways, we have finally finalized the building of the college up in the mountains. And we're looking for a group of brawny bronze. To help us carry all of our books from the current college up to the monastery. So guys, if you could come, uh, we would be happy to pay you in a semester of education and uh, whatever else we can afford to assist you. Thank you. Uh, again, tractic
3: Thank you, Adam Sandler. <laughs> I
0: was about to say, you should, you, when you said uh, you would know me from Billy Madison? <laughs> <laughs> Singer.
1: (laughs) He can't copyright a voice.
0: (laughs) Oh, that was great. Oh, (laughs) gosh. Previously, our heroes secured safe passage on a fishing boat across the lake towards the Forgotten City. Before they made their journey, they ran into an old friend and trader from Three Oaks by the name of Tom. After resupplying, they made their journey across the lake and filled most of their time with fishing along the way. However, during their trip, they discovered that the captain was making weapon shipments to the Forgotten City for the goblins the party had previously encountered in the mountains. This was troubling, and the party decided to confront the captain. After confronting the captain, they discovered that the captain was in a predicament He had been approached by a necromancer, who gave him two choices. He could either make weapon shipments for the necromancer, or if the captain refused, the necromancer would destroy his village and kill everyone. This caused some intense discussion and debate amongst the characters. They ultimately decided to let the town deal with the captain and his transgressions, and they made sure that the weapons were cursed, so that when they were used in combat, they would be useless and give the enemy a disadvantage. We ended our session with the party finally arriving at the Forgotten City as a terrible storm began to settle in. So I think how we pick up is as Husseldorf turns to you guys, as y'all are probably, I guess, chasing after him, following after him and says, looks at y'all. Uh, and you can kind of tell he's a little, little irritated. If you're, if you're not sure if someone's going to be held accountable, and he looks at all of you, then make them be held accountable. He uh, sort of taps his staff twice on the docks, and up from the chaotic, uh, I guess you could say, lake at this point, huge ropes of what looks like seaweed uh, wraps around the ship. Ensuring that it doesn't go anywhere and goes, I have no time for debates. Jones, it's time for you to answer for your deeds. And with that, Husseldorf walks up uh, off the dock and into the city up a grand, a very large, um, what it seems to be a very large um, set of stairs.
4: I fo- <clears> thought <throat> Kanji would follow directly uh, after him muttering to the party. Well, we're going to die now. Holy
1: crap. Oh, man. Disseldorf is so fast.
4: Is that his name? I thought it was Donderhoff.
1: Yeah, Donderhoff, yes, sorry.
3: Uh, I've, been, I've just been calling him Sassafras privately.
2: Is it, is it still too early to say I told you so? Uh,
3: probably.
1: <sighs> he just wrapped up a boat. Maybe this would be interesting. We are rested.
4: We come up against something big and back, those ropes might come in handy.
3: Raytheon steps off the boat, hitching his bow up uh, on, his, uh, on his shoulder.
0: All right. So you venture into the city, and um, you ascend a very large staircase. It's sort of um, half uh, aligned with columns, half aligned with broken columns. Uh, and arches, uh, you can immediately tell that this city was a source of vast wealth. Uh, the city, though, lays before you. As you approached it, you were sort of struck by its grandeur, even though the storm is raging at this point. And y'all probably are soaked before you even make it off the docks. Uh, the city is quiet other than the rain hitting the pavement or the, the cobblestones, Uh, the wind blowing, sort of howling through the city streets. The city is silent. While the dwarven city felt abandoned, this city feels dead. For a city that hasn't been inhabited for centuries, though, there is nothing growing here. There's no weeds, there's no trees, there's no plants at all. And in fact, you realize probably within the first 10 minutes, there's no wildlife here either. The few trees that you do see are blackened, still preserved in their state, just without any sort of life. You see all the rubble of the houses, uh, crumbling, roofs caved in, somewhat, some still somewhat like intact. You even see broken wagons, armor shattered, weapons broken, laying about here and there. Despite all this, the city is a breathtakingly beautiful city with large arches and houses, and even the keep that rises above the city is still somewhat breathtaking.
3: Raytheon just sort of like looking around, I'd like to see if he has any uh, any lore knowledge about this uh, about this kind of thing about like what could have caused this sort of thing.
0: Okay. Um, You can make me a Lore, a Knowledge Lore check or a Knowledge Forbidden check. If anyone wants to make that check, they can.
3: Can I gain a boost die uh, because of my custom skill?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely gain a boost die on that. Uh, It's going to be just two purple difficulty.
3: That is five successes.
0: Jeez. Okay. So with five successes, you immediately know... Shadow magic has been used here.
3: We need to be very careful in this place. Dark, dark magics used here.
0: Katja, you rolled a a failure with a threat. Leo, what did you roll? Did you roll geography or?
1: It was geography, yes.
0: Okay, so you got three successes. You've heard tales of the city, tales of its grandeur, tales of its great beauty, its great wealth. It was a city that has for centuries laid abandoned and by most of the people of Valeria probably forgot. However, the stories sort of sometimes vary. Different people talk about different stories that happened here as to why the city ruined. Some say the king brought the city into ruin. Others say it was attacked um, by goblins. Others say it was attacked by great Uh, drake from the south now remembering that though you remember what Husseldorf said a few uh, a day ago about something a dragon possibly being here or some sort of creature uh, that at least sounded like a dragon Uh, you know, with his, in his mental state, you know, he could say it's a dragon. It could be something else, but he seemed pretty shaken about it. Donovan, you rolled a failure with a threat. I don't know if
4: you're,
0: maybe your people never really know, like have taught about this city. Maybe they didn't even know really about it. Seeing that you guys are kind of like at literally opposite ends of the Elario sort of continent world. Uh, But, Maybe this city creeps you out a little bit. Maybe you're a little scared, a little spooked about possible werewolves being here. Uh, Take a a point of strain for me.
4: All right. This place is pretty creepy. This (laughs) will teach me for trying to figure something out.
3: Well, like I said, it's absolutely crawling with evidence of shadow magic.
0: Yes, yeah, so as you make your way in, you see a couple uh buildings of note. You see a large what seems to be temple uh you see a uh enormous keep uh sort of even though you 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 came to the lake, you sort of came to the lake uh, or came to the city by the lake, you came to the docks south of the city uh the keep sort of swings around up to the north. Right next to the lake as well. Uh, this sort of city city seems to be on sort of somewhat of a peninsula near this lake, and you also see a large temple as well. Is there any sign of Hoff? Uh Yeah, he's he's uh, I mean he's kind of just making his way to the city. He seems like he's on a mission. <clears throat> well, we're pretty well rested, aren't we? Like, yeah, you guys yeah. are full full health, full strain. Y'all are he- y'all are healthy. Mm. Uh, ha- hasseldorf he stops,
1: hey, uh, where are we going?
0: Well, I was going to the keep.
3: What could we expect to find in there?
0: It depends on what you're looking for.
3: Let's imagine we're looking for threats right
0: now. last time we were we were hunting ferals. I would imagine the city is still pretty full of them, seeing that we did not. Accomplish our mission.
4: Did you say feralds? Yes. What are feralds?
0: Like dogs or children or? The creatures that wander the black fields. Men sometimes changed by the evil that taints the land there.
4: Ah, yes. I believe we were chased by them while heading to one of our first cities together. Right, Leo? You remember that?
1: Yeah, well, I remember, I actually saw them a bit before you showed up, too.
4: Well, crap, those things are pretty scary. They're not werewolves, though. I think we can take them. Any tips on fighting these ferals?
0: Don't let them bite you.
3: I
2: generally avoid letting anything bite me, but okay.
3: They wouldn't happen to be connected to all of this shadow magic around here, would they?
0: I do not believe that they were born here. They are being drawn by something.
3: Oh, this place is creeping me out, are we? Anywhere near a safe place?
0: Um, Maybe a perception check.
3: My favorite check, the perception.
0: <laughs> Three purple, two black difficulty.
3: Is it for everyone or just raping?
0: Anybody that wants to make it.
3: Don't forget your uh, bonus. Whoever's closest to me, I've got two f- two failures, an advantage, and a triumph.
0: All right. So, what do you want to do with that? Let's just start off with the advantage.
3: Um, with the advantage, I'd like to find the most um, the most advantageous avenue of approach to the keep. Okay.
0: All right, yeah, I, I think we can do that. Um how do you wanna do how do you wanna use your do you wanna wait for wait for your triumph or do you wanna use it I'd rather 90 wait, 90. wait for the triumph. Okay. Uh
4: Kachi rolled he rolled four successes and two threats.
0: All right, so Kachi, what do you what do you think Kachi would be looking for?
4: <laughs> Honestly, he'd be looking for any signs of the ferals, the prey, possible hiding spots.
0: Okay. Um, you guys have stopped sort of in a, sort of a town square, basically. There's a beautiful, well, once beautiful fountain that has ceased to run. I think you realize this would not be a good place to, to be right now. Um, even though you're in an open area, there are a lot of buildings that are sort of ruined. Yeah. It could, you could easily be sort of surrounded, in other words. Uh, There's only two other paths out of this square, basically the one you just came from, the one that heads to the temple, the one that heads to the keep. The two threats are, um, I think that you're so focused on, I think you kind of are playing into that werewolf stuff and the ferals, I think. I'm going to give you a, uh, a setback die on your next check.
4: And I'm going to tell everybody what I figured out. This is not a good place to be. I think we could easily be attacked here, guys. Let's hurry away from the square, whichever direction we're going.
0: I would say also, too, with your four successes, that you notice the temple is almost entirely intact. Ooh, look at the
4: temple. In fact, it looks almost untouched. Can we go that way first, Oslaborf?
0: It should be safe. Well, it will be safe from the storm. Nothing's safe in this city.
2: See, yeah, I rolled a success and three threat.
0: What do you what would Makra be looking at?
2: Probably threats. Um You found this this place. This place does not sit well with him. He's, he's very much used to being kind of more in the wilderness about being, you know, being surrounded by signs of life and stuff. So he's definitely unsettled that this place has got such this, uh, such a dead atmosphere to it. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of on edge, definitely looking around for threats. Um,
0: you notice on top of the fountain, you don't notice it at first. Here's the threat. At first, you'd look at at the top of the fountain, and you kind of overlook it until you like start looking around the square, and then you it clicks. I because you start thinking about like, wait a minute, I've seen this before. I've well, we just saw this. I just saw another one of those. Um, You've noticed that there is a a, what at first, like I said, you didn't realize what what it was uh, because the one on top of the fountain is broken it's sort of shattered and all you kind of see are its feet, but you do see one uh, gargoyle sitting on a, the arch behind you, but all the other ones are destroyed
3: Is this the
2: kind of world where gargoyles are actual creatures or is this the kind of world where gargoyles are simply architectural features?
0: Yes Yes (laughs) Um (laughs) I think it's a
2: reasonable um, question. At this that's a, point. No, that's if a I'm good, looking for threats, I mean. That. That's a
0: yeah, that's a good that's a good question. I think that would have to be an adventuring check. Yeah, you could do an adventuring check or a lore check. Uh what would be the difficulty of either? <coughs> I think the lore check's going to be 3 purple. The adventuring check's going to be 2 purple.
2: Okay, I'm going to do a lore check then. That is a failure with an advantage. Is there anything from like, maybe orc folk folklore that would maybe be similar? Yeah, because now I'm thinking of like, how, for example, in real life, you know, we have different cultures that have different takes on things like dragons. Yeah. yeah. Is there is there maybe an orc equivalent that's not a gargoyle, but at least makes me think that maybe there's something more to the statue than meets the eye.
0: How about this? What if gargoyles are a bad omen in orc culture? Ooh. Like y'all don't have them because y'all don't like them because they, they, it's maybe gargoyles are like depictions of demons.
2: To, To have, to have one is to like welcome one.
0: Yeah, or even yeah, or even like usually uh, they accompany some sort of evilness or darkness. Uh, all right, Leo, what did you get? One success, one threat. All right, so what would Leo be looking for in this setting? Danger, just danger.
2: Yeah. What about Will Robinson?
0: <laughs> danger, danger. I'll say this to on the 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 city path, the city road to the keep. You catch a glimpse of something darting into one of the streets or behind one of the houses. You're not sure exactly what it is. That's the threat. Couldn't quite make out what it was. It maybe looked humanoid, but you're unsure, but it was on the ground.
1: Odd movement ahead guys
0: over that
4: way. And good. Everyone starts to look a little bit spooked. That's a great sign guys. Good job.
3: I'll bring up the rear. And as we leave, um, what do we think about me just shooting at one of them? Okay. Well, I'm going to be at the end of the line and I'm going to uh I'm going to fire an arrow at uh at the gargoyle statue.
0: The one that's intact or the ones that are broken? The one that's intact. Okay. <laughs> I just hey, I just wanted to make, clarify. <laughs> just wanted to clarify, Gavin.
2: Because now we roll initiative.
1: For the listeners, my face was that of, what do you think we are? Some kind of idiots?
0: <laughs> uh, the answer is yes, he does. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're going to
1: shoot at the rocks on the ground or the gargoyle?
3: You want to shoot at the rocks or the statue we've been talking about for 15 minutes?
0: <laughs> um, I'll say this is medium range. Uh, it's going to be too purple, too black difficulty.
3: Okay. Actually,
0: um, actually, no, I think uh before you do that, uh make that three black because the wind is pretty rough right now. I'm and the rain.
3: Spend a, I'm gonna spend a story point because we've got four.
0: want going gonna spend a story point to shoot the goggles. Hey, listen
3: here, Cosby. I don't trust anything you have to say. I'm sprinkling bop.
4: Does Dulomorph react to him notching an arrow at the gargoyle?
0: uh sure, he looks at you and smiles oh, just a just a half cocked grin
3: yep we're we're upgrading that. <laughs> uh that is two successes and a threat. I do five damage to the gargoyle. no sorry, I do nine damage to the gargoyle. I was I was looking at the wrong column. I do 9 damage to the gargoyle.
0: Okay, that sounds much better. Um I think you hit it? Uh nothing happens. It I'm going to try to ask
3: you this in the most GM neutral way possible. Is there a good way for me to spend it right now?
0: You shoot the arrow. You sort of knock a huge chunk off of its left shoulder. I'll say the triumph overrides the threat. You notice its eyes immediately glow red. Nope. Nope.
3: Nope. 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 Okay. In that case, I'm going to use primal <laughs> magic against it if I've got time.
0: <laughs> if you want. Are are, are are you running or are you <laughs> attacking? <laughs> yes. All right. It's at it's at medium range.
3: I've seen that it can be broken. Matt, could you explain to me the Sunder quality?
0: Oh, uh, interesting. I like this. Um, Sunder, you can damage a wielded item that a target is carrying. But I like this idea. If you want to add it, I'll let you add it. Okay.
3: Um, I will, in that case... Uh. Make this a uh, make this a primal attack, uh, so that will be one purple for the attack. Uh, I'm going to add. Uh, let's see, destructive.
0: Okay, so that's two purple. So you're and up to th- I you're will- up to three.
3: Yes. Um,
0: you got to add range, unless you're going to move closer to it
3: and so how many more would range be two more
0: one more she'd be at four or purple
3: uh guys are we comfortable with me spending a story point to upgrade this so that i get two yellow and one green i am okay cool cool we got it let's use it so that's going to be uh that's going to be a primal destructive ranged attack
0: okay so you're going to add two setback dice And you're going to yeah. upgrade the difficulty once.
3: So, Raytheon is going to uh, sort of like loose the shot, see the eyes glow, run, unstring his bow, and point it at this thing as a staff. And, uh, and fire this spell at it. Oh, no, uh, guys. Uh, Just for threat.
0: Four threat. So it misses. I need you to make me a, a discipline check.
3: A discipline check. Yes. Okay. What's the uh, What's the difficulty?
0: Uh, the difficulty is going to be three purple.
3: Are y'all want, ready to see me fail?
0: <laughs> um,
3: know. I already did just now. <laughs> yeah, but did I fail that hard? You did. Okay. Just now. Three failures and a threat.
0: Okay. <laughs> All
3: right,
0: you're going to suffer two strain.
3: Okay, so I'm up to four strain.
0: As you fire this thing, you don't miss. You were dead on target. You fire your spell. It gets about halfway, and the spell dies. And you realize magic isn't working right here, at least primal. Uh, uh, You guys look, and... uh, and Husseldorf is, like, a good medium, like, uh, he's probably short distance from you guys running towards the temple now.
3: <laughs> and, uh, rapian finally gets his feet connected to his brain and, uh, and rocks his way on out of there.
0: All right, so you guys, uh, make your way, uh, through the town. Um, you don't notice any other, um... You don't notice any other threats though. You don't see any you don't see any movement. You don't see any gargoyles. You just did nothing. You, but you make it to the, the you make it to the the temple. Husseldorf like gets there first, unless you guys want to try and outrun him. That's that'd be fine. Um and as you go, you realize that most, most of these cities and homes are not intact. Like some of them have been completely just demolished. And when I say demolished, like it's large streaks of houses, just rows of houses that have been destroyed. Like you can see through the rubble, uh, but you make it to the temple and the temple is untouched. Uh, it still is, you know, sort of blackened like the rest of the city. Uh, but the, the, the door is sort of somewhat damaged, but the windows uh, seemed untouched and the outs- outside exterior is not damaged.
1: I open the I open the door <laughs> in preparation for the people running behind us because i'm I'm sure I try to catch up to uh Dussel floor all
0: right so you uh you open the door uh, with a creak uh, and you enter into the building um Husseldorf sort of taps his staff as well as Ruby and they sort of give off a little bit of light uh you guys notice. Uh, does anybody else light anything, or do you guys just let them give y'all light? Does
2: my divine allow me to do that kind of a thing?
0: Yeah, you can. You can do that. I'll let you do a divine. I'm not going to make you roll for it. Okay. Uh,
2: I'll I'll do that with my staff too.
0: Okay. Raytheon
3: will uh, just sort of like hold a ball of fire in his hand. Okay. With a utility use of primal, I'll All hold right. a, I'll hold a sword and a shield.
0: Okay, sticking, <laughs> <laughs> Donovan, are you sticking with somebody? Or are you pulling out a, like a torch
4: i uh, I'm staying right next to dusseldorf <laughs> okay uh
0: you guys enter and I uh, realize that this this temple was gorgeous i mean just beautiful you're kind of taken back by the beauty of it uh even though it's it's you know the dust covers the most of the like the tiles and the the walls and stuff you can see the beautiful tile designs and as you look you sort of see like what you might think would be the creation of Ilaria depicted in sort of tile designs uh, i guess you could say mosaics even um, I mean from the howling mountains to the rolling dunes that's what you notice kachi you know you you all see sort of where you've just been like you notice certain certain peaks of the howling mountains that you just went through um and you each probably see you know your your land wherever you are from sort of depicted in this uh this image as you move into the uh the the sanctuary um you see a large uh, place of worship uh, as the lightning strikes outside. It sort of illuminates the temple through the stained glass windows, each stained glass, uh, beautiful and depicting probably maybe either different deities of the world watching over the world or possibly different kings or, or rulers of this city watching over uh, things. Uh, you see pews, a few tables strewn here and there, some just broken and shattered. All that's left is like splinters, basically. Um, others seem untouched. But as you enter into the sanctuary, you do notice uh, the floor creaking in, in a few holes here and there, some rather large. Uh, straight in front of you, towards the end of the – at the opposite end of the entrance, you see a uh, um, an altar sitting on top of a dais. Uh, and behind the altar seems looks like a, a huge arched doorway that stands and reaches almost to the very top of the building. Uh, you notice two other door entrances uh, across from y'all, and right in front of the dais stands a um, what looks like a fount, sort of maybe a, a some sort of fount about waist high.
1: Any traffic in the dust?
0: No. No, I mean, you can make a perception check, but just, like, first glance, you don't see anything out of the ordinary.
3: Does my necklace react at all?
0: No. It does not.
3: Raytheon begins to, like, bar the doors.
4: Okay. Do those holes, like, lead to anywhere, or or, or are they something we might want to block up?
0: um i mean there's quite a few of them if you want to look down in them you can
4: does the hole look like it was smashed in or exploded up
0: Uh, neither it looks like it's um just been like decay maybe something fell through it maybe something got thrown through it maybe somebody stepped and fell through it
4: well that's where you step people this floor doesn't look so easy
0: I think you hear Ruby, when she looks and sees like the mosaic tile, she goes, wow, it's so beautiful. She like even leans down and sort of brushes the dust off. And when she does, like, you, the tiles just like almost sparkle um, from the light that her staff gives off. It's very beautiful. I wonder who made these. The people who lived here? Do
3: you like having mud in your boots? <laughs>
0: No, please don't. I'm soaked already. Please, (laughs) please don't. Well, well, Mr.
4: Monk, uh, you're the expert here in religious things. What do you think about this place?
2: This is different than what my religion looks like. Less blood, not enough bodies. Hey, that's racist. I don't appreciate that. Just because I'm an orc, you think it's got to be all about
4: blood and bodies. I noticed like a gleam in his eye when he says blood and bodies.
3: No. And not to be rude, but you didn't answer the question.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't think this is the kind of religion that Makro would be practicing. So I don't think he's going to recognize much in the way of the elements of things. I mean, if there's some kind of a check I can make, I will try. Yeah. I mean, if, you wanna,
0: if you want to make a, little, uh, a geography check, uh, you can.
2: Uh, I can try. You guys are going to see how not a thing this is.
0: <laughs> What's the difficulty?
3: Can I also make a geography check? Because I do have a rank in that.
0: You could, you could do lore. I would say lore or geography. Uh, two purple. I'd say just two purple. Okay.
2: Lore Geography's... I can do. L- lore lore I actually geography. have some some ranks in. I don't, I don't do anything with geography. Okay. Well, having rolled lore for this particular check... Yes. I have a success.
0: A success. Um, here's what I would say. I think you immediately recognize this as sort of the religion that the the hoodie hoodie elves uh probably practice. <gasps> yeah, you would immediately have an aversion to it. <laughs> <laughs> You would probably, though, recognize some things. Like, there's probably a few deities that the orcs worship here, though, which probably surprises you. Um, hmm. It would seem that this temple sort of isn't just narrow minded as you've seen most elven religion practice nowadays. So, it's like a
2: Unitarian Universalist kind of a thing here. Maybe.
0: Okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Um, Okay, then
2: I'll start to point out some of the things that I do recognize, um, but there's probably more that I don't recognize than I do. Um, So I'll I'll point out, you know, this here looks elvish, but this comes from many Orcish traditions. That's a very interesting mixture of different practices and cultures that I'm seeing represented in some of the iconography and other aspects of this temple.
3: There was a mixture of culture here.
2: Yes. Definitely some elf, and I spit.
0: Excuse me. Ruby Ruby goes, hey, I'm half elf, you know. We're not all bad. (laughs) I am a whole ass elf.
2: And you did some terrible things. Not you specifically, but your people. Long history. Let's not get into it.
3: I'm not responsible for any of that. I ran away from my family. Good.
1: Guys, let's not squabble. Let's uh, look for doors, uh, entrances, <laughs> exits, any kind of threats here before we get settled down. Sorry. Then we bicker.
2: I'm sorry. I'm laughing because we had settled down. <laughs> we weren't arguing anymore. And you're just like, guys,
0: <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Kachi, I think as you, as Husseldorf sort of makes, as everyone sort of kind of makes their way into this temple, Husseldorf uh, goes straight over to sort of the, not really like with purpose, he kind of looks around, um, but he does walk over about halfway through the sanctuary or this worship space and uh, makes his way to two skeletons. And he just stops there and, and is looking at them.
4: Are these friends of yours, Duzelbar?
0: Mm, they were friends of mine. Oh, please don't tell
2: me we just brought a necromancer here. Did you say that? that did is, you? Nope, that is, that is <laughs> Seth thinking. That is Nope, Mokra did not say anything. Uh, might be thinking it too, but yeah, no.
4: Fallen fellow warriors, do you want to like Lay them to rest, now that you
3: can retrieve their bodies or something? Kind of a shame they couldn't help us. And we couldn't help them.
0: Yes, it it might be nice to lay them down to rest. But it does seem awful peaceful in here. He kind of looks around.
3: Agreed. Let's not disturb the dead.
4: Yes, as long as they stay in that state, that are no problem to us. They, this might be a great place for them to be.
1: Did they die here? Yes, were they. They, were they killed here. They perished here.
0: Like, Inside this building. But, yes.
3: Did the things that made them die happen in this building? Yes. So well,
0: he uh, he he reaches down and picks up like a femur and tosses it to you, uh, Leo. I catch it. Yeah, you look at it, you go, oh, this is a four, oh, oh no, this is a femur. You realize, like, there are chew marks all over this thing. Ferals. In this building. Maybe not, but they definitely found their bodies and bones. Had a midnight snack, you guess you could say. So it's not safe to rest here, then? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe not. I imagine the pharaohs roam this city quite often. Were
1: you here when this happened? Yes. Where did they come from?
3: Where did they go?
0: God denied Joe is uh that was his nickname. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Well, where did he come from? <laughs>
0: he he actually yeah, I think he does like bend down and like he takes their skulls and put, puts them in their, his backpack as well. We, he points to a, a vase over to the left, sort of like kind of on the left side of the aisle. Um, and that like is definitely open. Genevieve opened the vase and did not check to see if it was uh, enchanted. It was holding a, a wraith inside. It killed her before she could even react. You'd think they would like cement that shut? I, well, it was shut, but she didn't brush the, the dust off to see the arcane sigils enough to know that it was protecting or holding something inside it. Kazik went to save her, but... Uh, he did not survive either.
1: What kind of chapel keeps that here?
0: I do not believe it was meant to be here.
1: Was the race defeated?
0: Sadly, yes, but only after it had killed them both.
2: Right. Um, I'm, I'm hoping he just misspoke when he said it was sad that he that the race died. Well, who's
0: for checking out the basement? Um. Everybody, make me a perception check, or somebody may. Yeah, I think I think somebody needs a couple people need to make me a perception check.
3: I'll do it. I've got a rank in thing, unless uh, somebody else wants to.
2: I mean, we all can.
3: Yeah, I've got uh, I've got two yellows.
0: Everybody, make me a perception um, check. This is going to be two purple difficulty.
2: Should we go, like, one at a time in case we... Yes. We can
0: throw yeah, down? yeah. Go one at a time so you can pass off any boost. die. Oh, never mind. We got not. it. He's fine. We're,
2: we're good. good. Yeah, we, we're, we're good. <laughs> okay.
4: uh, I got a triumph, two successes, and three advantage. Um, I'm scanning for stuff that to catches my eye for useful things and for threats. I'm especially interested in the fountain, the basement,
0: and anything uh, shiny. From here, you 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 notice that like there hasn't doesn't seem like there is, has been any sort of recent movement. I think if you want to approach the, what do you want to approach first, like the altar or the the fountain?
4: I'll go with the altar.
0: Okay, um, you walk up the the steps to the altar and. Um, you notice that uh, there's a few ceremonious items like a chalice, uh, sort of a large serving bowl, half burnt candles, a, a dagger.
4: Basically, I like the thing I'm interested in more is like right now the story. My guy's always curious, but if he can find a boon to help or figure out if the basement is good or bad, that'd be where he'd be looking. Four. How about on the on the altar? I find something that really kind of Tells the nature of the temple, kind of as it is.
0: Okay, um, you poke around the altar and find a journal or a, a bound leather book. Dusty seems intact, uh, and I'll say like it was. It, it was kind of under the altar, behind, and it was sort of propped up behind uh, another chalice that was glowing, a translucent blue color, liquid.
3: Bad (laughs) juju. Good juju. Drink it.
4: Um, I'm thinking about using it to get drinks water out of the fountain. But I'm going to say, look, I found this journal. And toss it to Monk Guy. Here, Monk Guy, you know how to read good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I suppose I'll catch it and attempt (laughs) to decipher it.
0: Um... Okay, all right. Uh, all right, so how do you want to use your three advantage? While he's reading it, um, do
4: I get a... Okay, so I get a real sense on if any of these items are cursed.
0: Um, I would say with the, the Triumph, you can know that, like, those things you found next to the altar are okay. Okay,
4: even the chalice? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pick up the chalice then, and... Uh, is it filled with liquid you said, or not? With yeah,
0: it's, it, the chalice underneath the altar was filled with a translucent blue, sort of liquid. It was kind of glowing a little bit; it had a slight illumination to it. I'm going to sniff it. Um, it smells pleasant.
4: I go, hey, uh, uh, we still have that extra water skin, right?
1: We do, but it's not—it's not for this type of thing.
4: You sure you don't want to try to have it in the stream of whatever the holy potion this is?
1: It's we've tried I actually tried with a couple potions. This is just it pours it right back out. It doesn't replenish it.
3: You can pour it it right back out, then we'll just hold the chalice in front of it, right? Uh
1: okay, sure, I'll try it
0: um yeah it, it it ends up it does not work
3: so now this we is, know that it is in fact a potion okay
0: it is not a a normal beverage i will say that
4: <laughs> well so I'm, gonna take, I'm gonna take one of my empty vials and pull, pour it into the the vial okay okay is it still right. glowing?
0: yeah it still glows
4: how strongly is it glowing
0: it's not very, it's like real faint, but it, it definitely has some sort of like luminosity to it.
4: Y'all recognize this thing?
0: Ruby and Hasselbore? It's a divine potion. We used to make them all the time. It makes you really good at stuff. For a short period of time. Okay, like dancing and making out. Yeah, yeah. Or fighting. or So it's
2: alcoholic. Oh
0: no. No, alcohol doesn't help you fight.
2: I just up with the dancing? And...
0: Well, maybe. Okay. It's like a potion. It's not a, be- It's. It's not. It's not alcohol.
4: I'll hang on to this until we need to make a very special check or
0: something. Uh, basically, uh, it upgrades all skill checks once for the remainder of the next two encounters.
4: All right. And what all did you say was there? A chalice and a dagger?
0: That there's a on top of the altar, there's a chalice, a dagger, uh, some half burnt candles, some a round serving vessel. Okay, anything special about the dagger? No, it just uh, looks like a ceremonious dagger, it okay. is not a nightblade dagger. <laughs> All
4: right, so I guess with whatever's left, just discern the nature of the basement if it seems oogie or good or bad.
0: You sort of get near one of the holes. Uh, and you hear for a brief moment some sort of movement down there.
4: Oogies! Ooh, o something is moving down there, guys.
0: um, you also notice that in the um in the uh sanctuary or the area where y'all are at, um you notice. Some sort of uh you do notice a backpack next to the broke the two dead bodies.
3: Does it look as old as them? Torn?
0: It looks no, it's intact. It's definitely dusty. Um Husseldorf didn't pay much attention. Uh it's not like next to them, it's kind of in their general vicinity. Does that make sense?
3: Could be Husteldorf's old pack. Raytheon whispers quietly to Leo.
2: Um, do I find anything from the book?
0: Oh yeah. Hmm. Do you know Elvish? You open it up and you immediately know it's Elvish. Like you're like, ugh, Elvish. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I spit.
2: <laughs> How is language handled in the system?
0: The way I, I've told everybody is that like uh, you pretty much can tell me like if you know a language. Uh, if we wanted like rule it out. Go off your intelligence. How whatever your intelligence is, that's how many languages you know. If you have an intelligence of one, you know one language. Um, and if you're an orc, you know if you have an intelligence. Uh, what's your what's your inte- intelligence? Two. Yeah, I mean most people have intelligence two. K- Kachi, what's yours? One. Yeah, see that that's an area where I would say, okay, Kachi, you know cat talk or whatever language the cat folk, the dunair, speak. And you can also know common. Like I'm okay with that. I think um, Michael would for
2: sure know Orcish um, and common, and maybe one other language that would be commonly used. Um, I don't know how widespread Elvish is used at this stage. Um, I mean, it's it's used by all elves. Okay, so I'd say if it is still a fairly commonly used thing, but if it's reasonable for him to have encountered Elvish in his times, then...
0: I mean, I think it's more of a a thing of, like, would your character as an orc want to learn Elvish? Seeing that orcs and elves kind of, they don't hate, hate each other, but they definitely have a very strong distaste for each other's cultures.
3: You know, like the English and the French.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, orcs see or- elves as, like, hoity-toity, like, they they waste all their time on high society, where the elves sort of look down their nose at the orcs for being so brutish and, like, violent in their culture.
2: Okay, so it's like the Scots
0: and the English, or the Scots and the Irish, and the Scots, oh, the Scots and, and the, the
3: Scots.
2: Scots. <laughs> <laughs> god <I> ruined Scotland. <laughs> um, okay. Then in that case, probably not Elvish.
0: Um I mean maybe or uh, Dwarven. I mean or Oh, yeah. yeah. If if Dwarven is an option, yeah. Those guys yeah. know how to they
2: know how to have fun.
0: I can I can I could see that probably better than Elvish.
2: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, no, I don't know Elvish. But I recognize that it's Elvish, and so I open the book, I see the script, I spit to the floor, I close the book, and then I toss it to uh Raytheon.
3: Hits him full in the face. He wasn't paying attention. What the hell was that for? <laughs> <laughs> Raytheon is going to read the Latin. <laughs> <laughs> Latin.
0: Yeah. Um, you realize it's a journal, uh pretty, pretty f- uh quick off. Um it's a journal that seems to be of the high the high, I guess you could say monk, high priest of this temple. Mm-hmm. He begins to talk about the sort of the wealth and prosperity of the city, how the city sort of uh, begins to really flourish under uh, a particular king. The king's name is Graven Mistwalker. Um, Definitely a very elvish name.
3: I turn right to the last page.
0: It reads as follows. It finally has come. The city is besieged. The king and I have devised a plan. Even if successful, it could destroy the city. It's his fault.
3: (laughs) Him and the king. Husseldorf, what year was this place brought to ruin?
0: No one is quite sure anymore. At least, not in any books that I have read. It is called the Forgotten City for a reason.
3: Is it one of those things where, like, if it's written down, it could happen again?
0: The elves wiped the date of the city's destruction from the history. Others say it was because they were ashamed, and they didn't want that part of their history written about for people to know.
3: It could be the cure was worse than the disease,
0: Ruby. Or something went wrong in the plan. Right. Here you go. I'm going to let you read it.
3: Listen to this entry from June that year. It's too late. I cannot reverse it. The citizens can never find out. We must be careful, but I believe we can find a solution that helps both the king and the people. Uh, I'd like to go back a couple of entries and see if uh, see what problems were facing the king that he knew about. February. The city is prospering. And the king's training is coming along nicely, and he seems concerned. He has asked for a private audience.
2: So, I'm getting some serious like, minds of Moria vibes from this whole thing. Yes. Like, was it was it <laughs> when Gandalf was reading from the journal? Yeah.
3: Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yeah. That's where Matt stole the scene from. That's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Some of the... As you turn, you realize some of the pages are gone. Ripped out.
3: Gone. Um, King's training. Help the king and the... It's all making sense. This king, I think this king may have been a seeker after power. Something he didn't want his people to know. His training was going well. There was a problem they could not surmount without extreme power. And this place stopped living. I would like to make um I would like to make a lore check, please, to compare the death of the flowers at that gravesite to the death of these of of the trees and plant life in uh in this in this forgotten
0: city. Sure. Uh, that's gonna be a lore check. Yes. Just two purple difficulty, and add two boost dice to that.
3: Oh, add two boost dice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Go ahead and roll, because Ruby's gonna help you. Ruby's kind of I think listening and talking to you through this.
3: Three advantage, no success. Hmm. Uh, Could I use those advantage to bring up relevant details to Ruby that would help her out? Or Husseldorf?
0: Yeah, I think like...
3: Because this is a discussion, right? It's not just me. Yeah, I think...
0: Okay, so I think with just three advantages, I think this is like... You're not sure if... You've never seen sort of catastrophe on a magic level of this sort.
3: I know that this place was hurt with shadow magic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know that. You really didn't have to make a roll. Yeah, you already knew that. Yeah,
3: okay. (laughs) So I'm still going to take the advantage and run with it, though. Um, I would
0: say... um, To link those
3: two, right? And say shadow magic was used in this place on a great scale. This place was at horrible risk of invasion. What does that sound like to all of you? Because it sounds an awful lot. Like this place was killed by a shadow mage king,
4: and you're an elf. Yes, it's starting to make sense
3: then.
0: Ruby raises her hand. And goes, I'm I'm half elf. Well, now it makes no sense. Ruby, why? <laughs> <start to> <laughs> hey,
3: not to make a case for her being a shadow. You know what? That's not the point. Leo, you went through the through the black fields, right?
1: Yeah, briefly. Did it look like this place? Yeah, th- this feels just like it. Something about this is it's the same kind of unsettling
3: and just the, the way everything looks. This is exactly like that. So it follows them. And shadow magic is what killed that land.
4: I'm starting to wonder if maybe the fact that this temple is so untouched might, uh, might not be a good thing.
3: Hmm. So we proceed to the keep, then.
0: What 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 time of day is it outside? It's nighttime. At this point, it's probably like um, 8, 10 in the evening at this point.
1: Okay, I might say um, we might want to wait until morning. Like that gargoyle you, you shot at probably wouldn't have come out until later when it was darker.
3: That's a fair point. uh uh-huh.
4: If they are going to stay here, I say let's plug some holes with some benches. Are there any side rooms?
0: Yeah, there are. There are two. There are two doors uh, on each side of the altar, the dais. Um, one door is broken. The other door is um, shut.
1: I'm going to see if we have a more secure room to rest in.
0: Okay uh you guys you start looking and you you can find um there's a couple rooms quite a few rooms in the back uh a couple quarter rooms for like the people who like the priest i guess you could say the monks that lived here and worked here um you do find a staircase that is there's no way to like it's an open staircase it's not like a a door that leads down to a staircase uh, but yeah, you could find some better rooms that you could hold up in. Um, it might be cramped, but you could probably fit everyone in there.
1: You guys want to rest in here? Let's do that.
0: Maybe we could even
1: make a barricade with some of the loose benches. Yeah, I absolutely look for stuff to be able to
0: barricade with.
4: That way, if everything catches on fire, at least we'll know how we go.
0: Um, so, you guys are going to barricade the door? Yeah. I need you to make me a stealth check. Uh, we're going close. Hey, or, anyone... yeah, yeah. Make me a stealth check.
1: Did anyone? I mean, who who grabbed the backpack we saw?
0: Nobody it was just laying there.
1: I w- I would have for sure checked that. Just, I mean, for sure, check that backpack. Uh, make me a perception check. Sorry, before we before we go into fun territory. Uh, difficulty
0: uh, one purple. Uh, it looks like a bag of holding. Just a normal bag of holding. An advantage. Okay. Uh, you notice there are some sigils on it. You're unsure if it's sigils for a backpack of holding or other sigils. You're not sure.
1: Okay. Before I touch it or open it up, I'll, I'll say to to uh, to the Hoff, I'll say, Hey, Hoff, um, this bag, is this one of your guys or is this like a warded thing like the
0: base was? Hmm. I don't see. I don't believe it was one of ours. Yes, I believe it uh, has very similar symbols. Well, maybe not. It's hard to tell.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I'm not going to touch it then. If someone brought the vase in, yeah. Hey, what's behind that door?
0: Yeah, you guys find a couple of dorms, a storage okay. room, you know, sort of eating area, like prep area, sort of what you would kind of expect to find in a temple. you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Difficulty on um, the
1: stealth. I'm going to be all clang 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 on the trolley so everyone knows.
0: Well, I mean, you guys are you guys said you were barricading the door. <laughs> um, this is going to be two red, one black difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> I go first. I need whoever is making barricading the door to make me a check.
4: I got two successes and one advantage. Okay. I like to pass on my advantage to the next person that makes a check.
1: Whoa! Okay, I succeed. Success without advantage. I nice. should not have made that. Nope. Uh, how do you want to use that, that advantage? I passed on to the next roll.
2: Yeah, and that's just a failure. I wouldn't climb, clang like a trolley. Thanks a lot,
0: Monk. Nothing happens. Uh, so, you guys barricade the door, and uh, you have a pretty peaceful night. I am I, assume that you guys take turns taking watches? Yes, 100%. Um, You guys notice that Husseldorf doesn't do a lot of sleeping. He sort of has a lot of, like, anytime there's a creak or something, he's like, ugh. He's also old. They don't need as much sleep. You guys wake up next morning, and it is still raining and storming.
4: Does anybody want to check out the basement where we heard something
3: moving? I'd really prefer that we just go where we're intended to go to begin with which is the keep correct that's my understanding i'm i'm looking at the
4: castle.
0: yes <laughs>
4: Asseldorf says yes is anybody not going to be looking right where that that uh gargoyle was as we leave uh yes oh goody hope we don't have to flee and tarot to the keep that's not a good introduction to the baddies
3: uh, i do know the most uh, i do know the best approach to the keep. yes from or your check.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say um I would say you can take two ways. You can go through the city or you can go through the main road. You have the choice. It's up to you. If you prefer the more out in the open approach, that's fine. If you want to sort of kind of try and stealth the way through to the keep, that's fine as well.
4: I look at Makara. I don't think uh we should try stealthing. That might not be everyone's forte. I'm actually somewhat agile. I just rolled that, okay? Gosh.
3: Mm Mm-hmm, Clank Uh, Clank. It's worth giving it a shot. I'd rather become exposed than start that way. I'm more
4: agile than Leo.
3: Gosh. I'm super flexible. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a thing that most people just tell people.
0: I need you to make me a perception check.
3: A perception check?
0: Three purple difficulty
3: um whoever is closest to me in the marching order gets that bonus
2: i say we should stack our strength so i, I think, think you're the most perceptive of us okay so i'm gonna
4: go ahead and roll then is that right
3: with the boost die
4: a <laughs> triumph and two successes
0: uh, you guys unbarricade the door, and you start making your way sort of out, and you immediately hear there is stirring in the sanctuary.
3: The flapping of stone wings, perchance?
0: No. Uh, uh, it sounds like skittering across the, the floor.
4: You shouldn't get out of here now. Is skittering in many bodies?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: All right, guys, it sounds like uh, we've got multiple incomings from the chapel and they don't sound uh, friendly since, you know, we're alive and they're probably dead or something. When has skittering ever sounded friendly?
3: I, I've never known it to sound such. Let's let's move them.
4: Wait, let me try. Hey, baby, can I skitter you all night? No, that Stop. still doesn't sound bad.
3: Stop.
0: Stop. I don't want to hear that. i going to
3: say that whatever verb you put in there, it's going to sound bad. <laughs> Can I skip it on your chest? No, Stop. Ruby walks away. I can't do this. I can't can't do this. Well, we need to not do this outside
4: if we can. (laughs) I'll use my triumph in a way that the GM suggests.
0: Oh, my gosh. You guys got to get, hey, I can't just be bailing you out all the time, man. You got to think of things that create. Oh, there's a cart of flammable
4: substances right outside of the entryway.
3: Wow.
4: Yeah. You literally could use the triumph for that. Okay. So there are uh, stacks of holy flammable wine stacked up along the entire side of the chapel. And at, at night, something smashed the one closest to the door. Where it spilled out all over the ground, a
1: flaming arrow into it as we're fleeing could probably set it all on fire. As he sets the entire the entire town on fire, without any understanding of how ancient cities had trouble with the fire, I could just set it on fire,
3: just like boof. Then let's do that as we flee. Wait till the stuff starts to emerge, though. I really don't feel right about destroying historical buildings like this. Okay, I'll do it. Hey, Ruby, could you set this on fire while we're running?
0: You're also magic. Uh, which way are we running? The Force? only exit's that way, where the skittering is that we know of. I thought we were heading from the temple to the keep. Yeah. yeah. We have to get
4: out the of the temple first.
0: But we came that way in here.
4: Uh, are we not at the door of the keep?
0: No. no we no. are at the door of where we slept last night. Oh, the we're screwed.
1: Leo slowly tries to take away Kachi's three-moon
3: wine uh, (laughs) endless uh, drink. (laughs) To his credit, the the fire would make a hole that we could go through eventually.
2: Whether we survive that long is another (laughs) question.
3: Yeah.
4: Let's, Let's use that other way out we're going to find to leave and set everything on fire.
3: I say let's fight them. We could use that triumph to see another way out. I I look. It's another
4: way out. There's a door here. We thought was a wall.
0: Wow. Okay. Here's the thing. You could use the triumph for that, and then use a story point to find a way out.
4: What's the floor made of? Wood. Let's go through
1: the floor. We have stuff to smash through the floor, right? And fall into the basement, an unknown amount of distance. Well, with things that that are moving,
2: better idea.
1: Let's fight the guys that are in front of us with our muscles and swords. Okay,
4: I'll fight them with a little bit of flame. We're going to
0: die. What do you do?
4: I light a torch. Okay, I'm ready.
0: Leo leaves the party. (laughs) You see a couple windows around here?
1: Beautiful stained glass windows.
0: Yep, beautiful stained glass windows. Priceless historical artifacts. Husseldorf looks at all you guys and goes, Uh, "Not to be rude, but is this going to be a repeat of the boat fiasco where we sit around jerking ourselves off, talking about how to hold someone accountable for the evil deeds they did, or are we going to actually do something about it?"
3: You know, you know us so well. This is more or less our brand,
4: Mister Wizard. Could you find us a way out before I flambe the whole place?
1: Leo steps out and charges.
0: I'd really appreciate just a way out. You rush in and see uh, uh, probably about four or five ferals in the sanctuary. I'm going to rush in behind them with the torch. Okay. I, as you come in there, you do realize, though, that the wine has spread throughout the whole sanctuary. How about that? You did use your say your triumph. <laughs> so if you want to set this thing on fire, or if you want to find a, a way out, you can. Ranthian right
3: just got an arrow Knocked and
1: drawn. So much history, so much lore, hundreds of years. Leo would would hate everything. Like, like there's untold plunder, like stuff here. <laughs> I you love fool. it. Fool, there's <laughs> untold riches here. Put that fire away. Like, I swing at the first, the first thing I see.
3: Hassel goes. Throw it, Gachi. Throw it.
0: Throw it. Throw it. Don't
3: you listen to that crazy old son of a bitch.
4: What you fool? Does he sound sane when he says that?
0: He sounds.
3: Does he sound sane right now, Donovan?
0: <laughs> no, he doesn't. He isn't sane. He kind of always sounds half on edge, half
4: insane. How do the ghosts react to seeing a torch come out of the room? Do they react at all?
0: And they look at his <sighs> <sighs> and start running towards you. You guys have come out into the sanctuary. They're running towards you. It's going to be one hell of a hot fight. Let's go. <laughs> I think at this point it's a vigilance check for everyone for initiative.
2: I think that's fair.
0: You can roll cool if you prefer cool because you kind of knew something was up. They
2: probably heard our bickering for the last like 15 minutes. and uh, I, I
0: gave y'all grace on that. I wasn't going to make you, you really <laughs> did. make you roll a, a stealth check for that. Yeah. You enter in and immediately see a feral to your left, on top of the altar. A feral directly above you that is, looks like it's just grout out of the hole in the floor. A feral that is climbing on the wall to your right. Um, a feral, two other ferals on the left side, further up into the sanctuary. One is on top of pews. The other is snooping around that that bag of holding that you found yesterday. There are two ferals, short different, short distance from you. Two, and the other three are medium distance from you. PC, all right. Marco, what did you get? Uh, let's see. In total, I have four
2: success, one advantage.
4: Uh, I got a uh, wonderful magical total, uh, one success and uh, three advantage. Four, advantage.
1: four advantage. Four advantage. One success, four advantage.
3: Two advantage. Uh, as a note, guys, um, I think that we are in the most danger from the one that's sitting on top of the altar.
2: Oh, I'm worried about the one that's sniffing at that bag of holding because who knows what's going to be released if it nudges it just right.
3: Well, or it could turn itself inside out and all of the useful stuff flies out <laughs> in <into> the room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so it's here's our order. We've got PC... Three NPCs, three PCs, NPC, PC, NPC, PC. So who wants the first initiative slot?
1: I would like it. I'm running forward. I want to smack some things. Makes sense.
3: Yep.
0: Difficulty is two purple. All right. I get three successes, two advantage. Three successes, two advantage. My man. All right, so how much damage is that? All right, so that's three
1: plus three is six. So that is ten damage. And then for the two advantage, I've actually got a third advantage because uh, of the sword. I'll, I'll go ahead and crit it. I'll just always crit.
0: All right, so roll a crit. roll. 26. Discouraging wound. Flip one story point from one side to the other. <laughs>
3: Discouraging. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Oh, that's actually pretty decent.
3: Discouraging <laughs> I just I just feel so discouraged after he stabbed me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, I, I'm running up. Of um, course, shield in front of me, sword raised. And I do a quick jump and I, I cleave down with it um, while well, when landing. Then, then uh, final thing, with my advantage, I'm specifically drawing people towards me. Just FYI. Um, okay. And then I claim my shield. I spend a strain and activate my defensive ability, the defensive
0: stance. Okay. Well, uh, let's just say the first one is the one that you attack. He gets to go, and he's going to attack back.
1: So he is going to upgrade the difficulty of all melee combat checks. Okay. I've got uh, one, I've got two melee defense. Two melee defense.
0: So right now he is rolling one red, one purple, two black, because you have two melee defense, correct? Yeah. All right, he attacks. He fails with one in, one, one advantage. Fuck it. What? I <laughs> <So> suck it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's just totally caught off guard by this, and... He's so discouraged. He's so discouraged.
3: <laughs> He's so discouraged. You can see it in his eyes. I
0: mean, He just kind of doesn't understand what's going on. Where am I? He's sort of like, I think as you've stabbed him, he sort of like squirms around on that sword, trying to get back, like scratch you. Um, just catching you once, like maybe giving you one strain, I think and with that uh, PC slot who wants to enter this no wait it's another NPC I apologize I'm pretty sure there's some others you guys don't get to go yet alright who is I need to know who has entered this room and what order you've entered it in
3: Uh, Raytheon was third out the door I think uh, because he was covering uh, he was covering uh, those two when they went out to go see what the skittering was
0: All right, Mocker where are you at on here that depends.
2: Is there a way up to the altar from where I'm at? Yeah, uh, from this side.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, you can make it there. It's a, it's sort of a, okay. you know, just, you <laughs> it's can... one of those
3: deals where you have to step up onto the platform from the ground.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I get that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm probably gonna
2: try to kind of help with our little wall here <laughs> uh, by putting myself between our cast, main casters and this guy. All right. Well, so I'll be, I'll be hereish. Which means I'm going to die, I'm sure. (laughs) So since I don't remember fighting these things before, what are ferals exactly?
0: Basically, ferals are um, the creatures that live in the black fields. And the black fields were created during the war when a terrible spell was unleashed and just kind of destroyed the land. It basically ripped a portal or a rift into the Shadow Realm and all those all that dark energy and, and magic and you know decay poured into this world from the Shadow Realm and destroyed the land. It also unleashed a terrible sickness upon the land that came to be known as the violet fever. And it's believed that from that it created the pharaohs. Basically, they, it's believed that some are men or some were men, some were elves, some were, you know, dwarf even maybe, but they have been corrupted and transformed by dark magic or shadow magic. These creatures are like a dark, sort of murky green, blackish color with like long talons and fangs with red eyes. Sort of a, almost a sort of like a fur on its back. Uh, some of them may have pointy ears like elves. Others probably have more human-like ears. And they love eating people. So, well, he is going to attack you. What's your melee defense? Yeah. Uh, one. All righty. And he, um, he looks at you guys as you pour into this room. Uh, and Seth, he lunges through the air at you. And fails. He misses.
3: He whiffs
2: it.
0: He whiffs <laughs> uh, on the wine that's all over the floor.
3: <laughs> some alcoholic poltergeist.
0: Yeah, I think he. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's on the altar, so there's really probably not anything on there. But I think oh, yeah. like, there's probably like some some cloth and stuff on there. So like he goes to lunge and just just beefs it on the altar. <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> just like he's just squirming around on the altar. All right, who's next? Oh, wait, no, it's another APC. Jeez, I'm just losing my mind here. Okay, uh, you know what, Leo? The one, uh, this one over here jumps off the wall, skitters over towards you, and uh, lashes out at you. You're upgrading the difficulty check, right?
1: Right, until my end of my, end of my next turn.
0: Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> All righty, he, and he fails with one advantage. He's going to give you one more strain. He's sort of like... You see him coming. You kind of dodge out of the way. Uh, He kind of skids past you. He does kind of clip you on the arm a little bit, catching you. You guys are really bad. (laughs) It's probably a Monday. Uh, Now it's PC turn. Who wants to go next? I'll take it. Leo's got those guys
3: busy. I think that I'm going to... Who is that right in front of me?
1: That's Kachi.
3: Kachi. I'm just going to like step up next to next to Kaji and just sort of like draw an arrow and get like right next to his shoulder and be like don't move and, <laughs> and fire an arrow um, so I'm gonna take two strain to, uh, to initiate my uh, my precise archery or sorry, uh, my rapid archery. Um, and precise archery means that...
0: You mean uh, rapid archery? I get archery.
3: downgrade archery once when firing into ally combat. So that doesn't apply here, right?
0: Well, who are you shooting at?
3: Uh, I am shooting at... Give me one moment. I'm navigating a couple of different browsers right now.
0: Are you shooting um, at the ones engaged with Leo or the ones... Okay, that one. Yeah, so he's not in melee range, so no, that wouldn't.
3: Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that like being that close to to G wouldn't.
0: No, 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 no. no. It's it's if 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 an ally into melee combat. Yeah. So if you were firing Uh, at one of the ones attacking Leo.
3: So uh, I'm going to roll that attack. Uh, What is my difficulty?
0: Okay, he is at medium range, so he—that is two purple difficulty. Okay. No setback, just two straight purple difficulty.
3: Okay, and I've taken the strain for rapid archery, so a triumph, but and three successes, one threat. Okay. So that's ten damage to that uh, to that one. Uh, I don't have advantages to spend the, uh, to spend the, uh, rapid archery.
0: Um. You could use the triumph, too. You can, you could, you could choose to crit. Uh, you Oh, yeah, could,
3: I could choose to crit. Yeah. You know Why not? Let's, let's, let's crit. Why not? And that's D100. Okay. Yeah. Crit's a more fun anyway. Yeah. 18?
0: 18. 18. Uh, distracted. Target cannot perform a free maneuver during their next turn. Okay. For a
3: sec- for a
2: second I thought you were gonna say discouraging again.
0: <laughs> it's close. It's close.
2: <laughs> he's he's
3: dis- distracted now. Yeah, you know what? And Raytheon's gonna stay where he is. Uh, kind of uh, kind of body blocking for uh, for Yeah, body blocking for Ruby with Makra. And okay. uh, and Pistol
0: Alright. Uh, with threat um, I must say you get a little too close to Takachi and that fire gets a little too close to you and gives you one string
3: Really ought to put that up, please <laughs> Or throw
0: it onto the ground Do not
3: listen to that crazy old man <laughs> Throw it quiet, quiet over there Hufflepuff
0: Alright Who's next
2: I'll go Is this one still on the altar or did he jump down
0: uh, he I yeah, he's still on the altar. Yeah, I, he failed. He's still up there on the altar. You gonna jump up there and find him on the altar? Yep. <laughs> okay, I'll let you Have a fight on the altar. You see a big old orc climb on this altar. This elven art this ancient elven altar, just disgracing it, desecrating it with his huge orc, nasty orc feet. <laughs> hey, that's another racial stereotype. Ah! He might
3: not wear shoes, but that's because he doesn't like it, not because he was raised that way.
2: Exactly.
0: (laughs) No, I'm just saying dirty, as in, like, elves would probably think his feet are dirty. Oh, like, unclean. Yeah, 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 Yeah. unclean. Which is still
3: racist, but. Well, yeah. They probably (laughs) think he's kind. They They would would say
2: these were more like Unitarians, so maybe they'd be more okay with it. Maybe,
0: maybe. They probably would be okay with anything being on their altar. (laughs)
2: certainly not this feral thing
0: two purple difficulty rolling Jeez. that is
2: four success and one threat
0: how much damage is that
2: enough (laughs) is it is it it's a it's a discouraging amount (laughs) Uh, that's gonna be that's a nine damage and then I'm going to use my Unrelenting talent. Once per round, after a successful brawl or melee combat check, I can suffer four strain to make an additional melee attack as an incidental against the same target.
0: Jeez. There you
2: go. Um, although I do have to increase the difficulty of the attack.
0: Oh, so that's three purple. Increase the difficulty, not upgrade. Yeah, increase, those three purple. Difficulty.
2: Okay, so I, because I'm using the same weapon, being my fists... Um, I actually have to upgrade uh increase it by two.
0: Oh, gotcha. So that's four purple difficulty.
2: Yes. And I still wrote two success.
0: Oh my goodness. But two threats. So on the first one you're gonna take one strain from this threat. Okay. I think you're just duking it out with this thing. How much damage is that?
2: Uh seven for the second.
0: Okay. I think for the second one, uh, you were just entirely consumed by this, and it's gonna give you a setback on its next check. Um, I think it kind of pushes you towards the edge of the altar. You kind of don't have a whole lot of footing at this point. Fair enough. <laughs> how does this how does mocker like attack this thing? What does it look like?
2: So I jump up on this altar and like pound my heel into its back because I'm assuming it's still somewhat. At least thematically, I'm going to say it's prone. Yeah. Because it was slipping and sliding and such. That's fine. Um, and as it as it scrambles up, I am just continuing to pound the ever-living daylights out of this thing. Um, culminating in, like, smashing my elbow on top of its head. Yeah, I put so much thrust into it that I start to slip on the same, like, ultra cloth that it did earlier.
0: Oh, okay. I like it. Nice. All right. So we got one more PC slot. Who's going...
4: Uh, I just throw the uh, torch no, knife. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Am I close to the fountain to just toss the torch in the fountain? Yeah, you can do that. Okay, so I want to basically just toss the torch in the fountain and and take my weapons out.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, it catches the fountain on fire. <laughs> Is it a vodka fountain? Hey, look, it's a miracle. <laughs> I mean it, the fountains on fire whatever was in it was flammable
4: I, I want to engage in the um, uh, one of uh, the nearest uh, feral that's engaged with leo and attack it
0: all right uh, this is gonna be two purple difficulty okay oh my goodness you guys are rolling hot tonight just not on initiative rolls Success and three
4: advantage and one triumph. I'm also going to hit with my secondary with the, the advantage. The first one's nine, eight plus success, so that's nine. And the second one is seven plus one success, so that's eight for damage.
0: You're going to kill this thing. Uh,
4: so basically, I run up right next to Leo uh, and kill it um, by... Literally, just the the taking out of my weapons. I bring it into a into a swipe that just completely slashes it from shoulder. Um, I mean, sorry, from underneath the right arm up through the shoulder. Um, as I uh, and then I guess can the does the crit matter? Am I going to crit it all?
0: Uh, you're going to kill this thing. So I have a I, triumph.
4: Do it. What do I do with it now?
0: Then? How do you want to use it?
4: So I'm going to in- increase the difficulty of the one in the back's next check.
0: This one back here? Yeah. Okay.
4: I think the backwards splatter gets in its eyes. All
0: right, so this one's dead. Um, his The rest of his body falls down the hole. Just pew, right down the hole it was standing over.
3: That was convenient.
0: <laughs> this guy runs at you, Leo. He has to upgrade his check. Yeah, made so yeah. much noise do you have a what do you what do you do you have a defense two for melee uh, this is he's attacking donovan I and mean, yeah donovan touchy uh
4: no i don't
0: okay all right ah, for advantage these guys suck he just runs over at you, lunges, and just hits you full like weight, and knocks your katana out of your hand. So you drop your katana, but you keep your wakizashi. That is his turn. Who's next? Your two people. Oh, Ruby and and Hustle Hustlehoff. <laughs> Hustledorf. <laughs>
2: Even yeah. <laughs> you can't remember his name anymore.
0: <laughs>
3: we finally broke it.
0: Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. He's gonna roll he's gonna roll a force die. Oh y'all are so lucky. He rolled two white pips. Is that his
2: sanity coming into play? Sure,
0: yep. He <laughs> looks around and and just you just hear Hussledorf go. <sighs> <sighs> he knows what he should do, and he's going to do it.
3: Homie, we are trying to get work done over here. We're trying to not burn down a thousand-year-old church.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got to upgrade that because that's a ranged attack.
1: With us in it is the most yeah. important part here.
0: Oh, he's got to upgrade <laughs> that twice. Oof. Leo, behind you, you hear the sound of crackling fire, and he fires, and he misses. <laughs> How discouraging. Uh, How discouraging. In Missing, Um, does he set the entire place on fire? No, he does not. He has two advantages. But he is going to cause two strain against that feral. That fireball goes so close, it kind of singes its hair, catches its mane, uh, sort of like hair on its back um, on fire. And yeah, two strain on that one. All right, uh, Ruby. It's Ruby's turn. Oh, my gosh. She fires misses with three advantage and a triumph. She did was going to do something of a cyclone. Uh, so keeping with that, she hits those pews that that one is standing on and blows those pews up into the air. The feral goes flying, and it falls into a hole and you hear him thud in the ground, in the uh, floor below. He's removed from combat. And she recovers to strain. Uh, with that, we are now at the top of the order again. You want me should hit it?
3: Sounds like a plan to me.
1: All right. I'm going to hit the one that's nearest to me.
0: Um, I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade this check.
1: As a human, I'm going to flip the
0: last one over to us. <laughs> Activating that human ability. All right. So the difficulty so going to be one red, one purple.
1: So I got two hits to advantage. That is
0: nine damage. And I will crit on him hamstrung the target loses its free maneuver until the end of the encounter nice that's 75 oh. that's a good one
1: so if i just move slightly away from it <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i can still move that's uh, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah he can still move but he would take strain he does not die he's still alive right so
1: he was looking at the uh he was looking at dimaldorf hopmeister um <laughs> And uh, I was kind of looking at Kaji's uh, sick, uh, sick kill of that guy, but as I bring my sword back around, he's facing stun. and I hit him in the back of the leg, knocking him, knocking him down to one knee. Nice. And then I huh. suffer one strain. To activate my defensive stance.
0: Defensive stance. Nice. All right. So you know, begins laughing. No <laughs> one knows why. NPC. Let's go with Seth first. Seth, this guy is attacking you. One defense, okay. Anything else?
2: Um, big old donkey balls? <laughs> that
0: does not help you in this situation. All right, here he goes. Boom. Um, okay, Seth, this thing uh, gets its bearings a little bit and just latches right onto your thigh, just sinking its teeth right in. Seven damage. How many wounds is that for you? Two. You realize, like, some of the cuts and bruises you've put on this thing slowly heal up.
3: Oh, crap. Really? (laughs) It's only two. I just have
0: to hit it more. It's only two. Uh, But yeah, that's seven damage. And um, it's going to give you... Herpes. uh, One extra... (laughs) Herpes. Uh, It's going to give you one strain. As it just like not only is it you know biting into you it's sort of like just clawing it's doing everything it can to 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 hurt you rude (laughs) red leo yes two defense two defense and it's upgraded okay all right so two yellow one green one red one purple two black and it rolls with two threats (laughs) <laughs> how do you want to spin that threat? I'll cause it to uh,
1: to suffer too strain for hitting my shield. Okay, she's just like pound it, you just pound it in the face with
0: your shield. <laughs> he tries to claw at the shield, you're just like pow pow. Boop <laughs> the snoop. All right, PC, who wants to who wants to go? Or it's a PC. It's three PCs' turn.
4: Okay, so I'm going to. Uh... Uh, basically, uh, attack the, uh, Jager Master in front of me.
0: Okay. Um, two purple difficulty.
4: Two purple difficulty. Was
2: it two purple? Two purple.
4: And, um, here we go. Uh, wow. No, wait. I, I accidentally rolled a d100. Does that affect anything?
0: <laughs> no. No,
4: you're good.
3: Gives you a okay. hundred more points of damage.
4: So I rolled one success and five advantage. Um, I'm going to take uh, two of those and crit and uh, hit with my secondary weapon, and I'm going to take the last three and crit. with it. Wait, wait, wait! Didn't he lose
2: his katana?
0: Yes, you did lose your katana. You have your Wagasashi.
4: Okay, so I can't. Okay, so then it's just going to be uh, eight damage.
0: You're still going to kill this thing.
4: Okay, so that's eight damage for the Wazakashi, um, and so what's what going to look like is he made me drop my weapon, so I'm just going to look at my weapon and slash out with my Wazakashi and take its head off. Um,
0: <laughs> right. All right, that ends another one.
4: Now, now that leaves me with with uh, uh, five, five advantage. advantage. <laughs> right.
0: Do you want to pick up? You you could spend three as a free maneuver and pick up your katana
4: okay yeah that's what i'll do i'll pick up my katana and that leaves me with two left can i uh heal string with that
0: yeah you can heal two strain who's next two left i'll go all right because
2: i have this thing stuck to my thigh two purple two purple two two purple and then i'm i'm adding a black from the last one right yes okay uh one success for advantage
0: how much damage is that 6 all right he's looking pretty rough okay do you i'm, need... I'm going to crit then oh all right
2: oh i just i just realized i've been forgetting to add a blue die oh well wow. that's a bummer that is a bummer i'm still going to crit, though. Okay. Uh, I just rolled a deal, 100? Yes. Well, I rolled a 90. I'm going to use the uh, other um, advantage to recover some strength. Okay. Because I I could have added another 10, but meh.
0: Uh, okay, so 90? 90. Compromised. Increase difficulty of all skill checks by one until the critical entry is healed. That's pretty good.
2: I think so, and then I'll use my other two advantage to recover strain. Is
3: that one strain to get back?
0: Two. All right. Who's next?
3: I uh, suppose that's me. Well, I am going to activate my precise archery, or well, it's passive anyway, but um, that means that I get to downgrade one time the uh, the difficulty of a check when firing into uh, an ally in melee combat.
0: Okay. Who are, who are you going to shoot in? Shoot at?
3: This fell up here. Yep, on the altar. All
0: right. Cool. If you hit me. It's just two purple.
3: Okay, I get to downgrade that.
0: Yeah, it would be two, one purple, one red, but I'm automatically counting the downgrade. So two purple and a black die.
3: And since we've got all of the story points, uh, we feel okay with me spending this to upgrade this?
2: I, I feel very comfortable with that. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: I mean, as far as I know, this thing is
1: still attached to my thigh.
0: <laughs> you can just swing it around and shoot, shoot, shoot it in the
1: head. Mako does not want you to miss this.
3: It nine damage and three advantage.
0: Jeez, it's, it's going to kill it. How, is, how do you want to kill this thing?
3: <laughs> I want to kill this thing such that... It falls and kicks its own blood. Like you know, how like stuff can like squirt liquids across uh, like a slick surface, like a table. I want it to to like slip and kick its own blood across the room and temporarily blind the other the other one that's still there. <laughs> right. I will spend
0: all three of my advantage on that. <laughs> okay. All righty. Um... <laughs> I would say... Uh... I'll say that gives you two boost die to attack this thing, Or two... It could get two setback die or two boost die in the next person. you, do you want? Which one do you want?
3: This thing just...
0: <laughs> right past your ear, Makra.
3: <laughs> yeah. Just... I want two setback dice on it.
0: Okay. Alright. It's basically Ruby or Hustledore's turn. Um...
3: Please let it be Ruby's
0: turn. <laughs> we'll, we'll let Ruby go. That's fine. I
3: don't trust that crazy.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, Ruby just sends a, a huge like magic like missile basically over your head, Leo, and hits it square in the face, just melting its face. And it kind of just like slow motion crumbles from to its knees and like slumps over with four, four successes on her roll. That is the end of the encounter. Uh, and I think that's a good place for us to stop. The audio of this podcast remains property of Hazardous Casual Podcast. Genesis role playing game, Genesis Logan, and Realm of are property of NSC Flight Games. Any content used from Genesis Foundry belongs to their respective owners. The hilarious setting and setting book is property of the Hazardous Casuals podcast.